I wear the badge because I believe that everything I do every day matters to somebody I in the public. I wear the badge because I enjoy problem solving. I wear the badge. I give people I wear the badge voice. because I am very proud to serve the community. That I wear I the badge because I enjoy helping people. And that's why I wear the badge. Welcome to the Wear the Badge podcast, a production of the Minnesota Chiefs of Police Association, where in each episode, we'll explore the realities of law enforcement. It's a rare look and listen inside the often misunderstood profession of policing. So let's separate fact from fiction and perception from reality right now. Hi, hello, I'm Andy Skugman, your host and the association's executive director. Let's start with a question. Why do people want to be cops? The answer is highly dependent on a multitude of factors, and the research into this is actually kind of confusing. In a 2019 report published by the Behavioral Insights team out of New York, nearly 1,200 active officers were asked to assign scores to a range of different reasons for taking the job. A desire to help people in the community came out on top. Interestingly, the report found that recruitment messages about helping and serving others were actually ineffective. Instead, to attract more applicants, the report suggests departments must change how they advertise police jobs to speak to motivations other than public service. The law enforcement hiring crisis is complex, and as indicated by this report, so are its solutions. In this episode of Wear the Badge, we examine what some law enforcement agencies are doing to try and attract more recruits. I'll be the difference. Difference they need me to be. Difference I'm needing to see. My follow, I'm taking the lead. I'll be the difference. Difference they need me to be. Difference they need me to see. My follow, I'm taking the lead. I'll be the difference. That's Sacramento officer Fillmore Graham, a Grammy-nominated rapper and 18-year police veteran. His chief asked him to write a song, create a video, to help attract more people to the profession. The Sacramento PD was looking to fill 53 vacancies when the song was released in February. Recruiting with rap is certainly one of the more creative ideas we found, but it's one of many innovative approaches to the hiring crisis. Lieutenant Steve Waldheim is with the San Diego Police Department's background in recruiting unit. He says they're trying all kinds of things to attract applicants. We recently have done a video with a social media influencer, um, kind of like the day in the life of a police officer. Um, her name was Michelle Carr, and that kind of got 5.2 million views for us. So that was um, a very positive video that, that we were able to do. Lieutenant Waldheim says a few other programs are attracting attention too. Through a public-private partnership, San Diego is offering police officers a $50,000 interest-free loan for a down payment to buy a home in the city. And a little over a year ago, the department implemented a monetary incentive program. So we have a couple of different things. One is our incentive for our own people that essentially says that they can earn up to $3,000 if they can successfully recruit a police officer um, that joins our academy. And then up to $4,000 if they can successfully refer a lateral that comes into our department and goes straight into our face training. The incentives seem to be working. Lieutenant Waldheim says they had five referrals the first academy and 18 referrals the next. Like many law enforcement agencies across the country, San Diego is trapped in a cycle. 
losing officers to and luring officers from other departments, you might say the agency is taking a proactive approach to this problem. For any, again, California Lava police officer that's been on for at least two years, um, if they get hired by our department and they bypass our academy and they go straight into our face training, they get $5,000 upon hire date. They get another $5,000 upon the completion of their face training, and then they get another $5,000 one year from the time that they complete their face training. But is cash the cure for the hiring crisis? Does money mean more quality applicants? That's up for debate. Here in Minnesota, we recently surveyed members of our Chiefs of Police Association. We asked, do you feel increasing entry-level officer salaries would increase the number of quality applicants to your agency? Of the 136 chiefs who replied, about 62% said yes. Mike Mastin is the police chief in Bemidji, Minnesota, a Northwoods town with a population about 15,000. Increasing pay has helped his community attract people to his department. We've done a lot to uh, raise wages in our area. Um, our city was very kind in giving uh, patrol a, a good boost here just a few years ago. That pay incentive really seems to be, uh, I'll say, a draw for a lot of people. More recently, the police department in Lynchburg, Virginia, raised the starting salary of police officers by nearly $2,000. The agency announced last month that it increased wages to more aggressively compete with other Virginia law enforcement agencies for rookie officers. Still, about 38% of the Minnesota chiefs we surveyed weren't so convinced a salary increase would make a difference. About 20% said, I don't know, and 18% said flat out, no. One chief even commented, we cannot increase officers' salaries high enough to make a dent in the recruitment issues we face. Today's hiring crisis is so daunting that agencies in some parts of the country are lowering standards to widen the applicant pool. That's what happened in Portland, Oregon last summer. The Portland Bureau of Police relaxed requirements no longer demanding that incoming officers have a degree from a two-year college or university. The Kentucky State Police did the same thing in 2017. Just a few weeks ago, the agency reported that the change has only been somewhat successful in recruiting candidates and that more needs to be done. Kelly McCarthy is the police chief in Mendota Heights, Minnesota, a St. Paul, Minnesota suburb. She's also the chair of the Minnesota Peace Officer Standards and Training Board. So the requirements currently to become a police officer in Minnesota are you have to have a two-year degree in law enforcement, a four-year degree in anything, or prior experience as a police officer in another state or in the military, and you can take a reciprocity test. These are some of the highest standards in the country, and Chief McCarthy believes in upholding them. I think that lowering standards is not going to get us to where we need to be as a profession. And I do realize that that causes problems for agencies and it's barriers to getting more candidates in the door. But if you get somebody in this job who shouldn't be, they can do a lot of damage. And with the added challenges law enforcement officers are facing because of the COVID-19 pandemic, Chief McCarthy believes it's more important than ever to have the right people on the job. To lower standards now would just be a, a catastrophe because, like I said, uh, somebody in this profession who shouldn't be in this profession uh, is very dangerous and can make the rest of us look bad. And we just can't 
we can't afford that ever, and we certainly can't afford that right now. So it's clear that police agencies across the United States are addressing the hiring crisis in a variety of ways, and we've only touched on a few of them. To entice recruits, some are using creativity, some are using cash, others are lowering standards to draw more candidates in. I would hope that before agencies would consider lowering their standards, that maybe they would look at other types of innovation before they'd put somebody on the street that shouldn't be. And even though she's a fan of rap and never heard Officer Graham's song, that's not the kind of innovation Chief McCarthy had in mind. If you can discourage any Minnesota agencies from doing a rap song, I think that'd probably be good. Chief McCarthy probably has a really good point. This episode was written and produced by Amanda Grayson. For all of us at the Minnesota Chiefs of Police Association, thanks for listening and for your support as we work together to recruit great people to the policing profession. Real officers, real people, real life. Wearthebadge.org. I do not do this with views. You live with the life that you choose. The treasure to find here the clues. Be open to listen, be open to giving, be ready to nourish the root.